Come for the hope, stay for the dogs. Very good, Jesse. <laughs> you can have that for free. Hello, and welcome to the We Do Hope podcast from Amos Trust. I'm Jesse. And I'm Tilly, and we'll be your hosts, as each episode will be joined by fascinating guests from around the world, exploring what hope means to them. We'll be jumping in at the deep end, talking to people about some of their biggest challenges and where they find hope in their daily lives. These conversations might inspire, surprise or move you, but we'll come away with a little bit more hope, hopefully. So let's dive in. Hello, hello. Hi, Jessie. Hello, Tilly. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you on this gorgeous Monday afternoon. In March. It's a very spring day today. I know. Blossoms are blossoming. We've just had our first weekend of above 11 degrees Celsius in the UK, which was extremely exciting. People got their legs out. It was... Oh, of course. If it's like a slight bit of heat, everyone's stripping off in London. Slightly... Slightly too early, potentially, but you know, people will have to start working on their tans ASAP, don't they? So, um, I know I wore flip flops today for the first time, <laughs> maybe a bit premature, but uh, we so we apart from talking about flip flops and the weather, we are here to talk about hope on the podcast. We do, we hope. so, um, and we're just going to talk to each other a little bit to let you get to know us a bit more. Yeah, I think it would be good to kind of go back to the beginning and think about when we both um, signed up to do this podcast and how we came to it, um, because we both have worked with Amos Trust in the past. Mm -hmm. You've worked with them on a a few projects, actually, haven't you, Tilly? Yeah, I have since I was uh, like a teenager. I've sort of grown up with going to Amos events and going on Amos trips. And you went on an Amos trip, didn't you, Jessie? When did you do that? Yeah, so I'd heard of Amos. Um, I knew they were a small creative human rights organisation and I'd heard of some of their work. Um, through, um, I was working at the Red Cross at the time and a friend told me about it and I ended up going on a trip to Palestine with Amos Trust and it was a fantastic trip, um, really kind of, uh, opened my eyes to a lot of things, changed my perspective on a lot of stuff. So yeah, I really, really enjoyed that and I thought they did fantastic work. Um, so that was how I kind of first became involved with Amos Trust and we've kind of, that was a few years ago now. So, um, about five years ago, I think. And we've kind of, I've stayed in touch since then and kept up to date with what they're doing. So when this podcast came around, um, it just seemed like a really exciting project. And then obviously we met, didn't mm-hmm. we, on on a Zoom call, as is the way in COVID times. The only way these days, yeah. It is the only way these days. And um, we had a lovely chat and we actually got to know each other by, we we had to give one interesting fact didn't we that we shared with each other beforehand that we kind of interviewed each other so jesse's interesting fact was that she'd lived on a houseboat um and she doesn't live she's not a sea dweller anymore she's on dry land these days that's true i'm Um, showering a lot more yes um and uh wait so what do you do for work now jesse Um, So I work at the Guardian newspaper um, and I'm mostly uh, copy editing, actually. And I'm just about to start a new job, which is on the night team. So working in the evenings, all covering all the news that happens from seven o'clock onwards. So not a lot. I asked Jessie 
I asked Jessie the other day whether she gets to decide what we get those news blasts on our phones. And she is that person who says, Eventually, yeah, I will be. So if you get woken up at 2am with a news blast, it's Jessie's It's me. Yeah, hopefully I won't be too trigger happy. Um, But yeah, it doesn't look like it's shaping up to be a quiet summer at all, the way things are going. So yeah, I'm going to be thrown in the deep end, I think. But um, yeah, it was so nice when we when we met. Um, and I remember chatting. That was last summer that we first started chatting. And um, your interesting fact was that you had done work experience on a farm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, <laughs> I, I, I. We were given a list of things you could do. It was you know your classic: a charity shop, a bank a school and they at the bottom of the list was the local farm and more as as a joke than anything else I decided to put it down and um and I got it so I had to go and spend two weeks mucking out pigs um what did I have to do brushing donkeys there was a very elderly donkey had very sore feet so I had to like walk him the long way around just on the grass to his paddock that's so wholesome yeah it was pretty wholesome (laughs) it did teach me that I did not want to work in agriculture but it gave me a love for the for the for the system and the people of course and it also sparked your well your kind of directoral career and directoral I don't think that's a word but it sort of like spurred your interest this was your first kind of viral hit wasn't it I'd say viral is a generous term to use I'd say basically if if cult a cult following millennials listening might remember a woman called Miley Cyrus and a very uh successful track of hers called the hoedown throwdown in which she encouraged people to learn a line dance and record themselves and put it on YouTube. This is like quite early in the days of YouTube where people were like still quite excited about this new platform. Um, so I, in week two of my work experience, quite bored, decided to um, shoot and edit and upload a version of the Hoedown Throwdown shot on location in a farm featuring real live farm animals. And I thought this would set me apart from the rest, but Miley Cyrus <laughs> didn't even comment on my videos. So it didn't have Aww. it didn't have the impact I'd heard I yearned for, but it give it did give me a taste of like creative creative projects and the creative process. Exactly. What about the poor donkey? Is this why his feet were sore from starring in the, the hoedown showdown? <laughs> yeah, I made him dance for about seven hours. <laughs> He's never been the same since. No. <laughs> <laughs> God. But I also remember we spent so much time talking about your hair. That was the main thing that we spoke about, your hair journey and how you'd gone through all these evolutions with your style. And (laughs) it was in the middle of, well, it was last summer, so... We'd all been through that weird period of weird lockdown hairstyles as well and, and kind of trying drastic things in out. In the age of Zoom, like this square that we deal with is our only currency to like make an impact. So the hair is yeah. really top of the list. Absolutely. Um, hair, earrings. Exactly. Collars. Good Pajamas collars. on the bottom. Exactly. Party up top. Um, so where, where were we talk about this podcast is, is yes, we were brought together by Amos Trust to sort of make this podcast about hope. And we're going to be talking to all sorts of interesting people about hope. And it's sort of like trying to understand how we view hope in a world like today, just as you say, like we're going into a summer with a load of crazy, terrible things happening right now, as well as stuff that has been going on for many years. So how do we stay hopeful and how do we understand hope? That's kind of what we want to be looking into in this podcast. So, yeah, 
Um, how do you see hope, Jesse? Oh, see, it's a big question, isn't it? And I think it's something that's kind of, I'm really intrigued to ask all of our guests about and see what their perspective is. I was thinking about how to define hope for me. Um, and I think tying it in with my, the best way that I can understand hope is tying it in with my day-to-day job and obviously working in news. I mean, I think when we ask guests, you know, what makes them hopeful and I don't think any of them are going to say news. I feel like it's the one thing that people say to kind of limit and, you know, it's for your mental health. It's not good to consume maybe too much all the time. But because I work in news, I'm reading the news constantly and a lot of it is bad news. And I mean, I think we do report on hopeful stories as well and inspirational stories. Um, But I think it's, I think hope for me is, it's not about kind of pretending that the world doesn't have huge structural problems and sort of disengaging with the world it's about you can kind of be hopeful while learning about what's going on in the world and what's going on and and engaging with those problems and I think hope is basically about trying to without sounding too earnest make the world a better place in whatever way that is for you and also being able to believe that people can change and that the world can change and that's kind of how I see it. And I think day to day. So it's about engaging with real world problems, basically, but maintaining hope in that and optimism about what we can do. Um, I think it's also, I don't know if you feel this, but I feel like for me, it's a really sociable thing, like, or a social thing, because we're such social animals. Mm. And for me, it's a collective rather than an indiv- individualistic thing. Um so it's about caring for our communities and being part of a community and, you know, other people. And yeah, I think it's a really interesting one. And hopefully perhaps by the end of this series, I'll have a better understanding of what hope means to me and how that works. Cause I am feeling a bit jaded. I'll be honest with you. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really, looking, yeah, I'm really, I'm looking forward to spending more time thinking about hope and learning more about it and what it means to other people. How about you? What would you say hope means to you? Well, it's interesting. I think there's, I was looking up some quotes about hope or just like what people had written about it. And, and I think, um, what struck me was that there seems to be, you know, hope is like, can be a real active word or an, or an action or a verb, you know, and choosing to hope in this, in the spite of really terrible realities is, is a kind of act of resistance, but also, um, you know, the more you do it, the the better it is. You know, it's like the more you hope, the more you practice hope and the, the more you find hope. Um, so I think yeah, definitely. thinking about how to be actively hopeful rather than just like sitting and waiting for hope to land in your lap is something I'm interested in. Um, I, the work I do is in working in the arts, you often get confronted by joyful or happy or exciting things or situations and getting to deliver your work or your art to audiences especially with yeah I often work with young people and children and it's you know you see a lot of hope working with those kinds of groups because what is more hopeful than young people who have their whole lives ahead of them and carry all the hopes for their own future so I'm really lucky I get to see that and also working in the creative industries, you have to have hope because you have to have hope that someone's going to give you some money to do any, any anything. So, um, 
yeah it's it's interesting but yeah as we say as we go along you're so lucky to, to have that i think that sounds so lovely to be working with such kind of you know engaging optimistic fun people every day yeah when i've been i've done I've been an actor as well. So when I've done Christmas shows, especially when you like end on like a really hopeful message or something every day, you do like twice a day for for two weeks and you're absolutely knackered. But like every day you kind of fall back in love with the reason why you're doing it and seeing the kids faces. It does. It definitely is a perk of the job for sure. That's so lovely. So you are kind of practicing hope because you're going through that process. If you're doing something inspirational, you know, if, if that's part of your character's um narrative arc if they've yeah. got an inspirational message and they're kind of delivering that you are kind of practicing that aren't yeah, you? yeah for sure for sure um inhabiting I, that character I think um we'll go along and we'll 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 discover hope and new meanings for hope as we go yeah for sure um yeah definitely one thing that we're it's like a feature basically on the podcast we're going to do is something called hope in a hurry and we're going to ask all of our guests for a bit of a prescription for how to find hope when you're not feeling very hopeful so we're going to do each other's now so jesse what is your hopeful read so this could be a book a magazine a newspaper or a blog my hopeful read has to be um, Maya Angelou, anything by Maya Angelou, probably. Um, so I started reading her memoirs that start with um, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. And I'd heard so much about this book and it kind of, it just so exceeded my expectations. And it's just all about her inner strength and the power of language. And she writes so beautifully. It's like poetry and well, obviously she's famous for her poetry and she's just the queen. She's incredible, just amazing. So that would be my hopeful read. Would it be I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings in particular? I think so, yeah. And if it was a poem, I'd probably say um, Human Family is probably my favourite poem by Maya Angelou. Okay, great. Uh, what is your hopeful watch? So this could be a film or a TV series or a documentary. So there's a documentary on Netflix called 14 Peaks and it's about a Nepali mountaineer who made it his goal to summit all of the 14 highest peaks in the world. I think they're over 8,000 metres, something like that. And he he is just, you can't watch it and not be inspired. He's also like an incredible guy and just a real kind of character. And it's also about... Um, like kind of Western climbers and how the attention is constantly on them and the inequalities there with uh, Nepali um, Sherpas and mountaineers and he kind of just upends the system and he just has this humongous achievement and it's just, yeah, real feat and incredible, incredible um, documentary. I'd really recommend that. Amazing. Where can you watch that? It's on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay, great. Yeah. And what is a hopeful listen? So this could be a podcast or a radio show. So while we were preparing for this podcast, I was listening to the Welcome Trust um, in London. They've got a podcast. Mm. I think it, I think it's called Happiness. Hello, Happiness. I think that's what it's called. And it's really interesting because um, they're basically looking into human emotions and kind of the science behind them. And they did one whole episode on hope. So I thought, oh, this is this is good research. I'll listen to this. And they had an anthropologist and um, a psychologist, I think, and kind of defining hope. And that was really interesting. Um, and 
they kind of talk about, and so there was the anthropologist was kind of saying about how trust is involved in hope, like how you have to trust that things are going to get better and you have to trust in your community and how we're such social, social creatures and how that's just embedded in hope. And that really resonated with me. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, the Welcome Collection podcast is excellent. And if you are in London, the Welcome Collection Cafe is also really good. Uh, can highly recommend. have popped in there quite a few times. Uh, finally, what is your hopeful anthem? So a song or an album? <laughs> so I was thinking about this. And the one song that always makes me feel hopeful, well, at least happy anyway, is You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> If you listen to that, you know, I believe in miracles. Why not? It works on so many levels. And if it doesn't make you feel hopeful, it will make you feel sexy. And if that doesn't get you up off your chair, like what will? That is an absolute Exactly. Banger. It's the one for me. <laughs> you let's do yours now i'm really intrigued to know what your hopeful recommendations are okay so So let's start with your hopeful read my hopeful read is a novel by the author hanya yanagahara it's called a little life which i think i'm halfway through that (gasps) oh my goodness we have so much to talk about there's basically it isn't that hopeful a lot of the time but I it's one of the most depressing books I have ever read and is <laughs> it, it comes with a heavy trigger dark. warning um for for some really dark and um severe kind of abuses and themes so it's it's like really quite distressing but it's also one of the best books I have ever read and it's all about friendship and lifelong friends and the relationships that you carry through that you make for yourself without family, you know, the family you make for yourself. And despite it being very depressing, it is intensely joyful at times and it made me feel hopeful for for life in this in spite of the the dark that we may face so I think that is my hopeful read and I'm currently reading her new book as well so hopefully I'll let you know if that's any good yeah do I'm gonna keep going with a little life then I had to pause because it is so she creates the most amazing characters that you fall in love with and then the most you know things that are really hard happen to them but actually it is inc- it's just the most beautiful it's the most beautifully written thing I've read in ages are you doing it on audible no I'm I'm reading it yeah I, I did it on audible and there were times where I had to put the voice on like three times speed to just get through the just really distressing through. bits yeah well I've had to have it I was I was just getting through it so quickly because I was absolutely hooked and then I had to have a break because I I was crying and like books I don't I rarely cry at books and I had to just have a little step away for a bit, but I will definitely go back to it because it is incredible. So if you're feeling emotionally stable enough to try this book, I would recommend it. Um, Cool. So Um, hopeful uh, listen. What's your hopeful listen? My hopeful listen is, um, this is coming full circle, The Archers, which is a long running (laughs) BBC for radio drama. Um, If you've not, if you've not fallen in love with the archers and you've not given at the time of day, I urge you to go and just allow yourself to be whisked away to the Ambridge, which is this lovely little farming village in the middle of nowhere. Um, 
well, actually, it's not in the middle of nowhere. It's, um, I think it's in the Midlands. Don't come for me, Archers fans. Um, basically, I got into the Archers a few years ago. I do the omnibus on a Sunday and it is totally relaxing because it just takes me completely out of my reality. And I feel like I am living in Ambridge and the characters, I really, I know so much about them now. And even though I just hear their voices, I, I know what they look like. I can see the village. I know what people's houses look like. And it's just the most amazing thing. And you know that bit in Sherlock? Do you remember Sherlock? There's that bit where he yeah. talks about having a mind palace. I have mm-hmm. a mind Ambridge, okay? So Ambridge is alive in my mind. and and <laughs> But it also gives me hope that, you know, that on a kind of, I guess I can honest on the surface level, it's the fact that there's, you know, this fictional world and things are happening in it and someone thinks it up and creates it. But also in another way that like there's so much, you know, it's about a a type of life I know very little about. Agriculture and farming is not something I know much about despite my two weeks work experience. Um, And I feel hopeful that there are things that I don't know anything about and there's people doing them really well somewhere in the world. I love that. I love that you're an Archers mega fan. Love it. Love it. I'm going to, I've never been an Archers fan. I've never given it a try, but maybe I'll have to. It is the perfect Sunday morning listening while you're kind of like making a brunch or like doing some weeding or something. Ideal. And what about your hopeful watch then? What would you okay, recommend? Okay, so um, I had, I love telly and I watch a lot of telly. So I was trying to think of something, but um, this is something that probably a lot of people have watched, but it's um, Ted Lasso. I don't know if anyone's see no. if you've watched this so ted lasso is about an american football coach from america coming over to coach a british a london football team um and it's a, a, a there's two seasons two seasons of it and you can watch it on apple tv it's um it's, it's just like a small series and it's so well written the characters you fall in love with the characters and it's about this guy who knows absolutely nothing about football british football and just diving straight in and he's intensely hopeful and optimistic and friendly and kind and he kind of just re-energizes that whole not only just the club and the players lives but like the little town sorry it's based in Richmond which is kind of like a town within London isn't it so (laughs) and it's just really fantastic because it just makes you want I don't even like football and I absolutely love this program and it makes you want to be more joyful and more you know just more American (laughs) He's like so American. <laughs> um, yeah. Great hugs for everyone. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and what about your hopeful listen then, your anthem, sorry. So what's something that, you know, gets you up and gets you hopeful? Well, it's got to be Beyonce because um, I've had a, I've loved Beyonce since I was about seven years old, but she recently played Coachella and she, you can listen to the live album on Spotify. And if, if there is not an album that can get you up and moving, then then you should try this because it's also perfect for like doing your house cleaning. So you put it on and you're just stomping around the house. I actually Bit of end up doing more dancing and less cleaning. But um, I there's also a fantastic documentary that goes along with the Coachella set so you can hear about her process and is it it's very inspiring and empowering and she's talking about being the first black woman to headline Coachella she's talking about everything that that means and she brings like all of the black creativity to that show black excellence and she's absolutely fierce and completely note perfect 
Uh, and, you know, if there's any kind of flagship for practice, 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 it is Beyonce. So that's my hopeful anthem. It's just that is whole... amazing. I mean, you can't beat Beyonce. I feel like so lucky to just be alive at the same time as Beyonce is in this world. <laughs> You can't get better than that. No. Cool. Oh, so it's so, it's we'll really go- nice to hear yours, actually. I'm yeah. really, I really enjoyed hearing those. We're going to put all of our hopeful recommendations in the show notes. So if you yes. want to go check those out, they'll be there. Um, I think that's it. We for need now, to form a it? support group for a little life. I think we can all get through it together. If you want to get in touch and let us know if you've read or watched or listened to any of these or if you've got anything else that you'd like to recommend to us, find us at Instagram on Twitter at we do hope underscore podcast and you can just say hi. We post a lot of pictures of dogs. Oh, we do. So come, for, you know, come for the hope and stay for the dog content. Exactly. We can find all of our episodes on our website, which is wedohope.org or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And remember to rate, review and subscribe and share it with a friend if you enjoy it. And we're really looking forward to having you on this hopeful journey with us. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Amos Trust, a small creative human rights organisation based in the UK. Amos aims to challenge injustice, restore rights and create hope, working with grassroots partners in three main areas, street justice, Palestine justice and climate justice. They work in creative, responsive and collaborative ways to bring about local solutions to global issues. For more details, please visit amostrust.org.au.